I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Some say it's an art. Some say it's a shame. You would give your body for you give your name. But I'm a jigger high and I'm a jigger low. I'm a jigger wherever it can go. So later on, don't act like you don't know when I pick out the freaks in the front row. I'm the rapper J and that's the rapper X. And we're, long f- and we're known for paying tag team sex. Hey, welcome to the Black Out Test Podcast. Your host, Rod and Karen. And we're in the house on a... Uh, what is this? A Sunday? Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, in the house on a Sunday, uh, ready to do our thing. Yes, sir. Uh, I, I feel like your mic is not on. Why am I not hearing you? Say something to your mic. Pop, pop. I guess it's on. I don't know. Mm, turn me up. I don't know. Yeah, let me turn you up a little bit. I don't or know. Maybe it's my headphones. Or I don't know. Is it? There you go. All right. I see. I hear you now. That was that was weird. Um, but yeah, we're, we're in the house Sunday morning. No guest. Um, go to the blackouttest.com. Click on things. Support the show by donating. You can support the show by signing up to be a premium member. Uh, the RSS feed for the premium members, uh, password has changed as of, uh, this morning. So, uh, if you're going to your iTunes or wherever you get your podcast, it's not working. It's because the password has changed. Go to the blackouttest.com slash premium. Scroll to the bottom of the screen. Make sure you're logged in. If you're a premium member in the blue writing will be the new password. So there you go. Um, and, uh, of course to everybody else, you know, that's cool if you're not signed up, but, uh, you're missing out, man. We did a yes, good, you are. did a good nerd off, uh, yesterday oh, where we talked yeah, to, talked to Chris, uh, Brandon and Najela uh, about Comic Con because we've never been. They nope. have and we just picked their brains about what exactly goes on there. What's it like? Uh, what's the black presence at Comic-Con like? Yes. So you can check out that episode. Uh, I think it's called Comic-Coons. So you can see that <laughs> one. Uh, we also did, uh, Balls Deep Sports, uh, Friday, which was very fun. Uh, had a lot of good stories to get into. Um, and, uh, you know, we just keep it rolling like that, man. So, you know, make sure you guys are checking it out. There's a new medium talk. There's a new lip smacking good. Mm-hmm. Constantly grinding, constantly coming out with new material for everybody yes, to check we out. Are. Uh tomorrow's guest at nine PM will be Najela Ree. So for those of you guys who uh love you some Najela, some blazing and bitch, you can her check her out. Time. Exactly. You might have missed her last time. So you can check her out, man. Live on Spreecast and all that stuff. Um what else do I want to say? The official weapon of the show is the taser. An unofficial sport is bullet ball. And bullet ball extreme. Mm-hmm. And today's podcast is brought to you by tweakedaudio.com. Go to tweaked audio, buy yourself some nice, high quality earbuds to go right in your ear. You can listen to your podcast, listen to your music at the gym, all that stuff with your tweaked audio earbuds. Of course, you can get a whole lot of discounts and free shipping and stuff if you put in the code TBGWT. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you go check out, put in TBGWT, get 33% off of your actual order, get free shipping, and it comes with a lifetime guarantee, and you really can't beat that. We all know headphones break rapidly. I go yes, through several pairs a year, um, and uh, I feel like if you can get you some earbuds that come with a lifetime guarantee, you're already paying for themselves many, many times over it, if they break at all. Yes, sir. But a lot of people are getting them. A lot of people are loving them. Uh, people are sending us pictures and stuff like that. Yes, they come they with these are. nice little bag and stuff like that. Uh, so make sure you guys, uh, take, uh, take advantage of that deal. Anytime we have a sponsor, uh, you know, it always behooves you to take advantage of those deals while they last. So yeah, tweakedaudio.com, put in the code TBGWT. 
um let's get right into the show because there's no guest and we can say and do whatever we want to karen we sure can uh i have a whole bunch of articles and stuff to talk about so we'll just get right into them um of course the big news of the day um this happened a couple days ago and completely uh changed the entire world as i know it uh we've always touted the good attributes of bacon here we we love bacon okay guys everybody knows that um but now bacon is even better than i thought it was oh lord is even better bacon lowers your sperm count karen did you know that (laughs) i don't know i don't have sperm just one rasher of bacon a day can damage a man's fertility while eating a portion of white fish such as cod or halibut even every other day can improve it that's right well you better put bacon on your halibut dear Mm, no i say Ah! i say uh this is even better because you know for it's like bacon is his own birth control ah you know step your bacon game up guys we got to get three four servings of bacon a day man before you know it you'll be shooting blanks in no time the study by harvard university on 156 men and couples suffering problems conceive and examine their diet and the size and shape of their sperm Researchers found that men who regularly ate processed meat had significantly lower amounts of normal sperm compared to those who limited the amounts of foods like bacon, sausage, hamburgers, ham, and mints. On average, those who ate the equivalent of less than a rasher of bacon a day had 30% more normal sperm than those who ate higher qualities of processed meat What's quantities. What's a rasher of bacon? I don't know. I'm okay. assuming a ration. I don't know. <laughs> a handful. So yeah, somebody look up. A pinch. Up. Yeah, what is a rasher uh, exactly? Um, but uh, I don't believe in measurements. Yeah, um, a portion consisting of several slices. There you go. Okay, that's all you had to say. Two to three pieces of bacon. Right. So if you eat a few pieces of bacon every day, you lower your sperm by you know, up to thirty percent possibly, um, and uh, that that can help you out, guys. So if you're trying not to have kids, but hey. You hate condoms as much as the next guy. We all know that. Uh-huh. Birth control, it, it can do havoc to a woman's system yes, a lot of it times. Can. Tear it to pieces. Right. They don't want to do that. So why not take a rasher of bacon a day, man? Do it for your, for your family. Do it for your girl. Do it so you won't have kids. Do it for the family you never want to have. Eat bacon, man. This is the best argument for bacon I've ever seen. So. If you are trying not to have kids, uh, you want to lower your semen quality, uh, up your pig quality, you know? Ah! I'm, I'm for this. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah. Do they do studies to see if it affect uh, ovulation? Mm-mm. We all know we don't care about women in science, Karen. Come on. Oh, Lord. <laughs> uh you know the, they they like, are, you don't ovulate as much do do it like uh make it well you know you don't have a period i mean i mean come on now don't just focus on the men listen we don't have time for those urban whores in science karen oh lord when maybe, women are important too when it comes to to the quality of life of bacon not one nope only men <laughs> uh but yeah i thought that was an interesting study um it's just weird that uh you know, cause they do these studies and then like the surveys always pick like the, the most oddest angles to study it by. Now, of course, this could also quite honestly be associated with certain income classes. True too now. Uh, exercise. Education. Uh, weight. Like yeah. there's, a, I'm sure there's a ton of other qualifying things they just left out mm-hmm. and just went with bacon. There's a corollary between bacon and, and, and sperm count. Let's just roll with that. And it's like, yeah. And then. Yeah. Show me your whole study. Right. Yeah. Like, more than likely, the people that eat cod several times 
uh a week are probably also watching what they eat in general they're probably also working out and yeah they're probably going to the wild. i bet you, you yeah they probably can this. afford more because a pack of bacon is a lot less than a pound of cod ain't that the truth i like cod but cod is high right so um it's just funny that they just broke it down to like yeah, it's you, bacon y'all yeah, that's you, the whole thing you can't use cod on wick at least i don't think you can yeah um here's uh here's another thing that i saw that uh we i didn't talk about it on balls deep uh but um we will talk about it here because i thought it was a little bit bigger than just a sports story okay uh there's a columnist named charles krauthammer who wrote a piece an op-ed that basically was saying like hey we should change the redskins name because it is offensive to some extent but the things he starts off his column with completely turned me off to the entire thing and part of the reason that that happens is because I feel like he's appeasing and capitulating to bigots, racists, and assholes way too much to start his piece. And then okay. by the by the time we get to the end, you'll see, like, I feel like he's kind of a hypocrite. Um, and let me just read it. He says, um, I don't like being, should you know, should the Redskins name be changed? I don't like being lectured by sportscaster about ethnic sensitivity. Or advised by the president of the United States about changing team names or blackmailed by tribe leaders playing the race card. Now, what he's referring to, President Obama has come out and said the Redskins should probably change the name. Mm-hmm. Um, Bob Costas, at halftime of the Sunday Night Football in America show, said that, you know, the Redskins name was racially insensitive, mm-hmm. which it is. Um, and also, is the blackmail by tribal leaders is real fucked up because Rick Riley wrote a piece where he cited his father-in-law, who is of Indian Native American descent, mm-hmm. who said that um, he he cited him as saying like he had no problem with the name. Okay. Well, the father-in-law came out later and said, actually, I do have a problem with the name. He misquoted me before we had that conversation. I said that the name is offensive; it should be changed. And now he has me looking like a quote-unquote Uncle Tom for Native Americans co-signing him you know okay and rick riley of course has not issued a retraction he has and he tried to go through the proper channels to get rick riley to issue that retraction it never happened so now charles krauthammer is referring to that shit as playing the race card or him blackmailing you know wow. just that choice of words right there immediately puts me off like why like why are you trying to frame it so negatively um because those aren't the that those things are indicative of a cultural shift right yes but okay he says i don't like the language police ensuring that no one anywhere gives offense to anyone about anything now of course nobody likes that but that's not what this is no the nfl is a public you know a public like entity they want this is the same league that finds people for celebrating touchdowns same people that want to be over in england this is the same people that want to make football global well, you know what? When you start going into these places where their sensitivity to racial things is completely different than Americans, are you going to, you know, I mean, it's one of the things where if you want to cater to everybody, you have to take consideration into having a team's name that's offensive to a particular uh, population that supports yours, your, your brand. Right. And you want your brand, you want your brand to invite everybody in yes so you have a team that has a racist name 
um so he says uh and i fully credit and collect the claim of redskins owner dan snyder and many passionate fans that they intend no malice or prejudice and that redskins has a proud 80 year history they wish to maintain um which is bullshit to me because it's like the people who go well when i say something's gay or when i say someone's a faggot i don't mean any prejudice i don't mean any malice but it's like well just the way like just the fact that you're using it in this environment it it will be perceived with malice by a lot of people people. yes you're not saying gay is happy so what are we talking about here right so if you wanted to you know if you truly didn't want to offend you just wouldn't use the words yeah or you would use the words and accept that you're offending people but you can't have it both ways and be like well it's not my intent to offend it's like well you know that you're offending people so you either have to suck it up and be like, yes, we know our name is offensive. We just don't care. That's right. Or you say, uh, we need to change the name. Those are the only two actual options. Options. Yeah. If you really like if just you, point blank. That's right. The fact is, however, the words don't stand still. They evolve. 50 years ago, the preferred, most respected term for African Americans was Negro. The word appears 15 times in Martin Luther King's I Have a Dream speech. Negro replaced a long list of insulting words in common use during decades of public and legal discrimination. So he goes on to make the whole point like, well, now we wouldn't say Negro. You wouldn't even say Negro in your own house by yourself. And it's not because Bob Costas is going to give you a speech. It's not because of the president. And it's not, you know, because of uh tribe elders you just wouldn't do it because you feel like it's ignorant and it's bad and it's wrong well then that's how people feel about the name redskin dog right well that's what he's about to say like this this guy is not against changing the name okay he's for changing the name okay okay but here's my point the president being against something general consensus being against something a report uh, bob cost is making a commentary on a national tv show um tribal elder elder speaking out and saying this you know this shit is racist are all signs of common opinion changing yes and you can't dismiss those three things to start your article and then later try to be like because we all know guys it's, it's just not right and we should probably change it well why isn't it right if it's not about people who are saying it's wrong like that's why things change. Things change. Like you're ignoring the signs of change. Yes, you are. To appease these fucking ignorant assholes and be like, "Well, we're not changing because of them, guys. We just need to change, you know, just because." Like, no, you know, you, you change because it's socially not acceptable. That's why you're changing, but you don't want to admit that that's why you're changing. So you'll 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 use these excuses to excuse yourself from your idiotic behavior. Right. Like he wants to make this point like, no, no one's making me have this opinion. I just came to this on my own. Oh, no, you did. But the point is, you came to it because people are objecting. That's right. Like this wouldn't even be an issue, issue 20 years ago when people weren't like galvanized to be like, yeah, the name is kind of racist and it should change. Yep. You know, more and more people are like, yeah, this, more people are getting a voice, you know, and this kind of reeks- didn't have a voice before. That would come out and say, hey, this is offend me. But if the word doesn't offend you, why would you? Even though it offends a lot of people, even people that are not of Indian descent. But because a lot of Indians didn't have a voice, they couldn't come out and publicly say it. Or if they did, their voice was so small that most of the general population ignored them. 
So now it's a platform where because of social media, because of different platforms, people can speak and speak very loudly. So now you're being forced to look at uh, a group of people that you would have ignored years ago. And now you're being forced to address their issues. And instead of you being open minded and say, OK, we hear you. You go, nah, fuck you. We're not changing the name. And not just to address their issues. But you're being challenged in your own way of thinking to yes, justify to justify why you think that. You see what I'm saying? That's so like true. it's it's a challenge to your way of thinking. And he tries to disavow the fact that people challenge him and acts like he arrived to these conclusions on, on his, his own, own. which mm-hmm. is patently false and bullshit. You and were- I'm tired of people like this because to me it appeases the biggest it appeases the racist it appeases the people that are closed-minded because you're validating their point of view with all the look i don't like being told what to do either and these people are all bullshit for telling you what to do but let me tell you what to do you know what i mean like like no fuck you man you should be like yo in a world where the fucking president of the united states is going yeah dog this is kind of racist in a world where native the the elders are being misquoted Yes. in articles that to make to make it seem like this is okay where they're getting the black friend treatment you know what i mean mm-hmm. in a world where people are voicing dissent you do get to cite that as hey guys especially older white guys the world is changing yes it is whether you like it or not yeah these are the signs of the times we have to move on you can't be just because you got mad that it's the president and you didn't vote for this motherfucker anyway and all yes, this shit. Yes, that's what this is. Yeah, just because that that should not stop you from fucking reason. Yes. Yeah, like he brings up the fact that he used to use the word jip for when you got cheated, you know, but then he grew up and he found out that jip was a short term for gypsy, at which point he stopped using it. But what he doesn't say is, well, how did you learn that jip was short for gypsy? But how did you yeah. learn about the cultural... Uh, you know, the cultural, uh, stereotypes and stigma of, of gypsies. How did you learn that it was racist? Because it How, came to like, the forefront. You learn because people rose, r- brought the issue, issue up. That's right. And now he's down, he's downing people for bringing up the issue while at the same time going, but yeah, we should change it because it is fucked up, right? It's like, nah, man, just stop. Like, don't, don't try to downplay people that actually challenge people and then go, hey, we should, we should change it. But yeah, it's it's like I said, it's just one of those pieces where I'm like, you have now confused the issue and made it worse. Yes, I'd rather you not say fuck shit if that's ah, if that's gonna be your perspective. Yes, yeah. Um, here's something that a lot of people can relate to. Now I couldn't get any uh pictures on this. I'm sure if people play guess the race with this, uh, a lot of people would you know would get it right. Um, okay, but uh, apparently. Somebody was very upset in Seattle. A man, a man whose love of ranch dressing is apparently unequal, uh, equaled only by his hair trigger temper, attacked a 60 year old customer at Ballard Jack in the Box after being informed that his third packet of ranch would not be free. (laughs) Black. (laughs) Did he want hot sauce too? According to the police, the man had already asked for and received two packets of ranch from a cashier at the fast food restaurant. What's she charging? 25 cents? You know, that's normally the standard. 35 max. When he asked for a third, he was informed it would cost 25 cents. Yes, sir. They was like, we can't give all our sauces away for free. 
this this caused the man to lose his temper and berate the cashier about being overcharged according to police the cashier perhaps realizing he isn't paid enough to deal with this kind of thing gave the man a third free ranch packet yeah unsatisfied the man continued to yell until a concerned 68 year old customer tried to intervene according to police the man knocked the other customer over and left the restaurant so he got the shit for free and still was complaining Cause it's about the principalities of this shit, Karen. Okay. What are you coming at? You ain't gonna charge me for no motherfucking ranch sauce. I am free in America. God damn it. I pay for the food. I ain't paying for no motherfucking ranch sauce, bitch. We all know everybody that's worked fast food and Roy Wood Jr. put it in, said it in a joke the other day during the stand up. But there is no cataloging of the sauces. No. Like that's why there's no barcode on the sauce. You don't have to like ring up the sauce on the way out the door. So they don't know, like, it's not like McDonald's is going, oh, three ranch sauces? That's going to be 25 cent, brother. No. So, so yeah, at a point, at a certain point, the cashier would give it away because I don't want yeah. no problem. Ain't that the truth? I give you 45 that get your ass out the stove. Right. Um, before riding off on a purple bicycle, the man mentioned something ah! about, the man mentioned something about having a knife. Purple bicycle. How you gonna show your ass in the restaurant and then he not even have a good getaway car? Morning, if you see this man on the street, please do not approach him uh, asking about ranch sauce. No, the ranch, the ranch sauce, his food gonna be in his little little basket at the front of the park. <laughs> right. He's just walking down the street dipping his shit. In my mind, I like to figure, I like to like imagine that he got halfway down the street and dropped one of his ranch sauces by accident. Ah! Like shit. I killed that man, that old man, for nothing. I sure did. Speaking of killing people for nothing, police have used tear gas against dozens of rock-throwing opponents of a gay pride march in Montenegro. Wow. The violence occurred when the attackers tried to push through cordons of hundreds of police who were protecting Sunday's march in the capital of Montenegro, a staunchly conservative Balkan country. Um, you know, what's funny though, is like America gets so much like slack for, you know, homophobia and the fights and rights that we have over here. Mm -hmm. But, um, like some of these like countries over here in the, the middle of, uh, like the European area, you know, it's Russia. And I'm trying to tell you, those motherfuckers are not, not playing about gay shit no, right now. Like they, they trying, like, they lock you up in prison. Yes. Damn. They'll arrest you. They'll stone yeah. you in certain parts of the world. So like I said before, it's one of those things where if you are a minority, if you got a vagina, if you are gay, if you uh, uh, are in like uh, poor, no, we might not have it perfect and we might not have it all together. But God damn it, we got rights. And you just can't lock us up for no motherfucking bullshit. Even though they do sometimes. Please don't get me wrong. Mm -hmm. But they can't just be like, oh, you gay? You know what? Let me motherfucking arrest you. Yeah. Oh, you got a girlfriend and you a girl? Let me stone you to death. Like, some like of you got to deal with that. I mean, there's, I mean, we still have some shit like that. I mean, to be quite honest, like some yes, people yes, do, you do. You know, there was like a spate of violence through this summer in New York uh like a lot of like there was a lot of violence against gay people and stuff so uh, i'm not even gonna say like it's, I, I mean but like but, culturally you know what I mean? I mean like like that's that's like a cultural thing it's like one of those things where this probably happens all the time it's like okay you can't be beating up people dog but uh march yeah i mean but yeah i do feel like america is still like the fucking it ain't perfect now. bastion of freedom when it yes. comes to most of the world man because 
you know i I, it's crazy to me the idea even is crazy that Mm -hmm. there's a gay march and people are like let's go stone them let's go kill them like that that's like that's insanity to me like i couldn't even imagine it in america in 2013 like i just couldn't like that shit would be the craziest thing ever if you know like enough people where the gay people need a pr- police protection yeah and people still push through the police protection just to throw stones at them like yes crazy march organizer nanajel kalazik uh sp- says the protection allow about 150 gay activists to walk peacefully through the city of Padak wait Pagorica. such pride marches are seen as a test of montenegro's commitment to human rights as it seeks to join the European Union. Gay rights opponents attacked a similar march in July in the coastal town of Budva. So, and I don't shit. know. I mean, I got, I'm not fucking you. So, it, and it's just so funny to me how people get so outraged and so angry. Today will result to violence to stop you from loving who you want to love. I want to know, like, what's... Y'all didn't have nothing better to do, too? At like, all. I also had this feeling where, like, even if I was against gay everything, if you called me and was like, hey, man, let's go downtown and throw stones at the gay people, I'd be like, man, no, fuck no. I have other things to do with my time. That's like, right. That's like, like, I guess I would be the worst bigot of all time. I would because too, because I wouldn't care. I would be like, nah, man, I'm going to just stay here and play video games. Like, yeah, if we, if we, if we um, sign in um, a, a petitions, I'm not down. Right. Hey, man, let's go burn some crosses. Nah, I'm a, you know, uh, it's a good movie nah, coming on on I HBO. Did, I can do the email chain. That's about as far as I, I afford right. that, but right. that's about as far as, as my activism goes. Yeah. Can I just like your bigot status on Facebook and we call this shit a day? Yeah. Can I plus one it on Google plus? And, yeah. And I can go with my life. I got I don't shit really to want, do. I don't really want to be involved in your, in your crimes. Yeah. I'm not, I don't, I'm not, I'm not the violent person. Right. I'd be the worst human rights violator of all time. <laughs> ever. Ever. Like, let's go kill some gay people. Oh, man. Nah, on on the Sundays. It's football Sunday. Yeah. Walking Dead zone. Right. Let, I'm a live tweet Walking Dead, man. Y'all have a good one. Yeah, um, tell me about it when you get back. I'll read about it on on the paper. Um, <laughs> yes, that'll be me. Here's something scary. Uh, Somebody caught a 14-foot sea serpent in southern california sea serpent that's right yeah man. you were saying about this before i said hey, was it the loch ness monster for the second time in less than a week a sea serpent attracted gawkers on the southern california beach what is a sea serpent a sea a sea serpent is a snake-like or fish that's what it's it's, it's it's called an or fish karen oh it's is an or fish we don't know if you're a fish or not <laughs> not or like, oh. or like i was like the transsexual we don't know what you are fish yeah um but yeah the or fish washed up friday along uh, uh afternoon in oceanside uh it was approximately 14 feet long and attracted a crowd of about 75 people um this shit just looks so scary oh it's it's humongous like it's and it just i mean like his whole mouth is just nothing but just sharp teeth and shit oh and it, if he get a hold of you you are good as dead i mean it doesn't have any like flippers or really anything like that it's it just a big ass piece got of to have flippers. it could scare you to death right about the presence of it uh while it is unusual to find a deep water fish near the shore 
Uh, on Sunday, a snorkeler off of Catalina Island found an 18-foot-long oarfish and dragged it onto the beach with the help of a dozen people. Why would you do that? You out there snorkeling, look, looking at, at, at shit in the water, and I, you know what? The people that find them is white because... If I'm snorkeling and I see 18 foot any damn thing, I'm like, you know what? I'm out. Um, I don't know what's out there, y'all, but y'all need to go get it. My my snorkeling is officially over. Yeah, I would have been like Ice Cube and Anaconda. <laughs> they got snakes out there that big? Nah, nah I'm, I'm good. good. According to the Catalina Island Marine Institute, oarfish can grow up to more than 50 feet long. <gasps> oh, my. Making them the longest bony fish in the world. And they are likely responsible for the sea serpent legends throughout history. Wow. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got an update on a news story that we've been covering. Remember, we talked about the girl who got the non-nigger on her tip for her tip at Red Lobster. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, uh, you know, there's been more and more investigations. She got a ten thousand dollar tip from several people. Mm-hmm. And I remember going you know i wouldn't be surprised if they don't if they keep looking into this and yes people right. are gonna say that she didn't even you know that it was fake and all that mm-hmm. stuff and if it and, I mean, and if it was it would be more fucked up and it would come out that's right well apparently they got an update the man accused of writing the words on the receipt Devin barnes went to his attorney who also happens to be his pastor and asked how he should deal with the accusations he's facing Barnes maintains that he did not write the words on a receipt, but didn't know how he could prove it. In the meantime, he's faced a slew of threats from the public. Uh, oh, so people found out the person that actually wrote this and started berating and harassing him. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's been horrific. I mean, I just have been getting all the threats and everything. Uh, you know, it's funny though. It seems like the easiest way for him to prove this would just be to show his copy of the receipt. Yes. But you know what? I can guarantee you, like most people, they take receipts and throw them in the trash can. Like a lot of people, yeah. once that shit posts or if you use a credit card, you don't think twice about receipts. Um, so, you know, it seems like that would be the easiest way though. Yeah. If he, and that's if he held on to it, but how many people do? Right, right. Uh, so his attorney, Richard Duggar, hired a handwriting expert to compare the writing found on the receipt with other writing samples provided by Barnes. According to Duggar, the experts say the writing is not a match. There is no evidence that neither Devin Barnes nor his wife wrote that hideous statement on the line total, which means that someone else did. Now, quite possible. If you were going to start writing racist shit on, you know, the, the, a tip, you might not write it in your handwriting when and when people come to test you and they go okay uh sir we're gonna just need to test your handwriting can you write non nigger on this piece of paper you're probably gonna shake your hands you're gonna write it with big loop de loops and crayon yeah, like not, not not to match uh how you how you originally wrote it mm-hmm. um so i'm like yes uh i will write it in cursive I'm like sir that, come on you know you don't write cursive. <laughs> in cursive. I didn't do this, Barnes says. I just asked my parents, why is this happening to me? I mean, I didn't do nothing. Me and my wife were just going out to eat, have a nice time. Now, now who doesn't believe who? Because I don't believe him. I ain't that true. Tony Jenkins, the waitress who said, because like the other reason that you know is kind of some bullshit, uh, and I don't believe these people, is because, well, then where's your tip? Yep. Like, you didn't leave a tip, though? Like, Mm-mm. a dollar? 
five dollars twenty dollars like 20 cents something wouldn't something have been written on the line then mm-hmm. uh to, like and maybe you wrote the nun but not the nigger but you won't even admit to that that's true because that was the argument people were making Make- was like nun and nigger are written in two different, different handwriting. handwriting so therefore it's obvious that this was bullshit right mm-hmm. but now this person isn't even saying they wrote none so it's like everything was completely made up Tony Jenkins, the waitress who served Barnes and his wife on the night of the receipt was left, recently did an interview with Nashville news station WSMV. Jenkins says she posted a picture of the receipt not to draw attention to herself, but to make a statement about racism. Jenkins found widespread support of her, as a story circulated around the country and a crowdfunding raise, uh, site raised $10,000 in tips for her. It is still not clear who wrote the shameful words on the receipts. Writing samples from Barnes have circulated around the web. However, compare the writing on the receipt to the writing on the letter below and let us know what you think. Well, we're not handwriting experts. Experts. Sure ain't, sweetie. Like, there's really no way for us to prove it by looking at this. Um, But it doesn't look the same either. I don't don't know, man. Just crazy. You knew, but like I said, you knew that people were going to keep looking into it the more that the shit got out there. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, Don Lemon. Mm. So he's back in the news. Mm. Well, what? You okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, but but yeah. Anyway, his name normally doesn't come with good information behind it. Lately, the well, the thing is, like it seems for the most part, people don't even have much much problem. You know what I mean? To be quite honest, like most people, like they had their issue that he, you know, said some shit. Uh, in the wake of the Trayvon Martin stuff, and that was fucked up. Mm-hmm. But now, apparently, he's saying, you know, some some more shit. So he's decided to be uh, the guy. You know, he's gonna be the go-to black dude that is not afraid to tell black people they ain't shit, man. And he used the Adrian Peterson tragedy to highlight that again. Um, A man who lost his child, right? Yeah, as we all know, Adrian Peterson's two-year-old child got uh, killed, uh, murdered by the boyfriend of the mother of the child. Uh, Adrian Peterson found out about this child two months ago. Uh, he, he immediately started assuming financial responsibilities for this child. He was planning on meeting him. Uh, as people that follow football would understand, two months ago was basically during training camp of the NFL. Mm-hmm. And there's really, like, NFL players don't really get to spend a lot of time flying around to see family and friends and shit doing that, doing during, that time. during the season. Mm-hmm. Like, once the season starts, starts, pretty much, like, and if you, like, just give a, for people that follow sports, a brief rundown, um, like, Tory, Tory Smith's brother died on, like, a Friday or a Saturday. He went to, like, the funeral or... Like to see his family and stuff on like a Saturday and was playing football Sunday night. Mm-hmm. Like it's just that, like, yeah. you don't have the time. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times, a lot of these guys feel like their profession is how they express their honor and tribute for a lot of. Yeah, and for a lot of them, that's how they express, literally express their emotions. For it far, dirty football players do authors, daddy died. Like a lot of people use football as an emotional outlet yeah another guy basically said that adrian peterson basically ain't shit and people only like him because he plays football and 
um if it was his kid he'd be crying and unconsolable and not able to do blah 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 he definitely wouldn't be playing football but you don't adrian peterson tweeted a couple hours later that he would be playing in the game on sunday to honor the memory of his kid and and he basically used that to assassinate uh adrian peterson's character Mm -hmm. um so here in this case uh he says uh don lemon bothering me obviously um Oh, actually, I think I have the audio. Can I just play this? I think you can. For everybody to hear? Mm-hmm. Well, I don't have to say this shit. Yep. Um. Why aren't we talking about it on the radio? Don Lemon's. Don Lemon's commentary is brought to you by General Motors. The all-new 2014 Chevrolet Impala, inspired by the past. Yeah. Influenced by the present. Time driven towards the, the future. The 2014 Chevrolet Impala. Impala. Okay. Good morning. All right. Good morning. Guys, I want to tell you this Adrian Peterson secret love child beating, the death story, has been really bothering me. Bothering me, obviously, because the boy was just two years old and was allegedly beaten to death by his mom's boyfriend, who was not the child's father. It's bothering me also because the, the boy's, the dead boy's father is Minnesota Vikings star running back Adrian Peterson, an NFL MVP, who appears to be more MIA honestly, than MVP. The child's death, certainly tragic. I feel bad for all of those involved, all of the loved ones, all the people who loved him. But like many people out there, I'm, I'm really struggling with how to feel about his dad, Adrian Peterson. Because although Peterson allegedly didn't know definitively that the boy was his until a few months ago, a few months are not a few weeks. It's not a few days. A few months are a few months. That's a long time. Peterson is reported to have said that when he found out, he, quote, supercharged his efforts to be a part of the boy's life. But within those months, Peterson never met the boy. The boy never was flown to meet him for the weekend. He never flew to meet the boy on one of his days off. Does that sound like supercharged to you? Again, I'm not judging. I'm just asking. Yes, you are. Peterson didn't meet the boy until he laid in the hospital bed on life support. And now the next time he'll see him is at a, his funeral in South Dakota. Sure, Adrian Peterson is a busy guy with training camp. He's got games. He travels a lot. But he's also a man of means, million-dollar contract. And it's logical to assume that he could afford to bring the child to him if he couldn't go to the child. The sad thing, though, is that this little two-year-old boy is not alone. The cold hard fact is that children of single parents have a 77% greater risk of being harmed by physical abuse than children living with both parents. That's according to the National Incident Study. Now, that is a transition mm-hmm. to the real <laughs> matter, the real issue that he wants to talk about, which is black women by yourself, you ain't shit. Right. Um, but that is a transition into an issue. And this happens a lot of times with people, uh, are quote unquote truth tellers. Like, he has something that he wants to address, which is. Uh, the fact that we have absentee fathers in the black community, which we talk about a lot on the show. We, yes. You know, we don't really make excuses. I, I'm, I'm actually kind of tired of excuses made for men uh, when it comes to this shit, mm-hmm. to be quite honest. That's right. But um, in this situation, uh, he's the setup that he's using to get into what he wants to talk about it's such a force because it's not it doesn't really apply here no it does not um you know like he's leaving out the fact that there's actually not been any paternity 
um actually Test. um there hasn't been any paternity actually like proven in this case mm-hmm. so he hasn't actually um like she this lady raised this child for a year and however many months nine mm-hmm. months without adrian peterson's involvement uh, him even knowing. she didn't think it was his kid he didn't think it was his kid the father who was with the guy who was with her at the time who she thought was the father got a paternity test found out it wasn't his okay so then she reached out to adrian peterson said hey i'm in a bond uh maybe you know this kid might be even be yours um now keep in mind when you add all this up we're talking about a sexual encounter that probably happened close to three years ago Mm -hmm. because the kid is two you got your nine to ten month gestation period so we're talking about a guy who slept with someone three years ago and is being told like hey this kid might be yours he doesn't go well once you get a test we'll figure it out or why you trying to trap me get a lawyer motherfucker i'm not take. i'm not gonna be responsible he actually says no paternity test let me start financially providing for this kid right away Mm -hmm. let me make plans where we can uh you know get it we can we can meet i can meet this kid where we make like let me make plans so we can actually like have this is according to his word right Mm -hmm. so i feel like and and he and adrian peterson is a guy who apparently rumored to have several like kids with different women and stuff of course it's all rumor at this point but you know people are running with that too so i feel like that is a separate issue Mm -hmm. because he's also rumored to be providing for each of these kids too like it's kind of a separate issue than absentee fathers in the black community yeah like it's not it's not a really a one-to-one correlation no it's not it's different between I know it's my child. You know it's your child. And I go, fuck you, bitch. I'm not raising my child. That's not the same. Yeah, I feel like um, Carl Malone per, per, would have been a perfect athlete to jump the, into this situation from. Because Carl Malone openly had sex with a 13-year-old girl when he was like 19 or so. Um, five, like She had a couple kids and said they were his. He refused to raise them, wouldn't have anything to do with them. The kids even grew up to like play sports one of them is in the wnba looks just like this nigga um (laughs) and he just finally acknowledged their existence a few years back now that to me is a perfect analogy for here's a guy who is a black man Mm -hmm. and had black children and decided fuck it i'm not raising my kids that's right i'm i don't want to be involved at all i'm not sending you money i don't want to go to your games Mm -hmm. i don't want to and at one point the kids were like we don't even want money we would just like for you to be in our lives and he was like no Mm -hmm. so so that to me is a perfect analogy where it's like you don't even need to stress it or strain it and you don't need to pull a man's reputation into the trash for something he like allegedly did because this is here's a guy who's like well allegedly this alleged you are a journalist sir you have the resources facts right you have the resources to get the facts yes you you have the platform to interview these people yes you You do like you there's really no excuse for you to assume anything no it's not you work uh, without reaching out no you work for cnn you come on the time during the morning show which is a nationally syndicated black radio show and you don't come on with facts, sir. You coming on with speculations. You coming on with a, trying to make your own agenda and transitioning from Adrian Peterson and the way you framed it. I really don't think Adrian Peterson was the issue. You just wanted to go black people ain't shit. But in order to do that, you took this Adrian Peterson uh, thing to transition into your real points. 
And for you to come and say that it's a tragedy, you know what? I don't even believe you feel the way you feel. I just believe it was all made up crux for you to get on your for you to get on your pedestal and talk shit. Yeah, I don't think like because even when he says the part about I'm not passing judgment, it's clearly passing judgment. Yes, like, it is. Do you understand the definition of passing judgment? Because you pretty much are to in order to make your point about black fatherhood in general. Uh, or the lack thereof, you are passing judgment on Adrian Peterson, lumping him in with those people. Yes, you are. Like you're lumping him in with people that just completely avoid their kids. Yes. And when you don't know you have a kid, that could happen to so many people. Yes. When yes, you don't sir. know you have a kid, that like, and then someone tells you, and you just take their word for it on faith, not going to test anything, and start giving money right away. I, I I give you the benefit of the doubt. I do too now, because there's too many people that actually are like, uh, yeah, that's not my kid. Leave me the fuck alone. Um, but yeah, so that that and then this also this is the second time that he's had a major crux like cross the burn uh on the black community where his jumping off point messes up his argument mm-hmm. because I actually have no issue with him bringing up. The fact that black men in general are not raising their fucking kids. I know that. That's true. I have no problem with that. At all. I don't have any problem with him bringing up the idea that, uh, according to, uh, you know, uh, um, the national incident studies, 77%, but, uh, there's a 77% greater risk of being harmed with physical abuse for children that, uh, that don't, that, that live in one parent, single parent household. But you know what he did? He had motherfucking facts when he was talking about his shit. You didn't have facts before. What are you, what are you talking he was about? statistics you see he has statistics and mm. he was kind of prepared for that but when you right, talk about adrian right, peterson right. you didn't come out with these facts and statistics and and, and 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 things that you knew uh beyond any shadow of a doubt was true you just was going on speculation but then when you got to your real point of what you was talking about here you come with statistics here you come with the numbers here you come with the plans but that's what you really want to talk about that's what you should have started talking about you shouldn't have started talking about adrian peterson right so um you know, and and the, and the thing is, like, uh, I kind of lost my place when she said that. But I'm sorry. yeah, it, it's all right. It's all right. Anyway, um, let me just play the rest of it. Why aren't we talking about? Oh, uh, why is this start why over? Why aren't we talking? Parents have a seventy-seven percent greater risk of being harmed by physical abuse than children living with both parents. That's according to the National Incident Study. And many kids in a single-parent household are physically and/or sexually abused by their mothers, boyfriends, or acquaintances, the men who come and go and have no connection to the child. Adrian Peterson, 28 years old, who, by the way, is not married, yet according to published reports, may have up to seven children with multiple women. They are consenting adults, and they are free to have as many children as they want. I'm not judging him. I'm not judging the adults involved. But whether they realize it or not, they are responsible for those children's lives and the trajectory of those children's lives before they even leave mommy's body. And while it's indeed heartbreaking for Adrian and the baby's mother, imagine the pain that that child suffered. And many like him suffer across the country every single day, even as I speak now, because mommy or daddy aren't present. They don't know what's going on in their children's lives. Parental responsibility is important. Personal responsibility is key. Think before you decide to have a child. Just because you can have one, it doesn't mean that you should. I always say you should plan for a child or stop having them out of wedlock. Don't take my word for it. The silence of that little two-year-old boy, the little dead boy, 
speaks volumes. Mm. Don Lemon. So, yeah. Um, the, and then, like, Josh Homer brought up a good point, man. He was like, you know, it's fucked up because a two-year-old kid is dead and people like Don Lemon are clearly trying to capitalize off of it. A lot of these bloggers... Mm-hmm. Uh, Mm-hmm. They they really are. It's one of those things where you use death as a platform to stand on whatever your agendas was in the first place, regardless of if they're related to the death or not. Right. So and then he was saying also a lot of the bloggers and stuff that are like calling him the task are trying to get website hits and, you know, all that stuff. And it's just fucked up because the tragedy is there's a two year old kid that's gone. Yep. Which don't and none of this shit is going to bring him back. Mm-hmm. And none of this is helping anyone. Um, to which I kind of was like, I get what Josh is saying, but uh, can't someone call this dude out but and be genuine? Like, isn't it possible that they're not trying to gain? I mean, I guess, you know, t- actually, I'll take it back. Because some people, I'm sure, they jump right in and, you know, because I see a lot of people that just... Don Lemon's been on that shit list for a while, and yes, then this has. is another opportunity to shit on Don Lemon, and you know, and it does feel a little disingenuous when people start going in on these long jokes and tirades and stuff on Twitter and on their blogs and like co-signing and high-fiving each other for writing the latest Don Lemon hit piece and shit like that. And I didn't want to contribute to that necessarily because I, you know, anybody could just start the show and start calling this dude a coon or a sellout or Uncle Tom and. Mm-hmm. I really don't want our show to be that. Like, no, I just, I disagree with the points he's making. Right, right. And I just, I just find it very opportunistic for True. him to try to turn that tragedy so quickly into his black people need to raise their kids better thing. When yep. It just seems like he, he had a platform already where he could have just said this and left Adrian Peterson and his child, dead child, and out this, of it. and this actually complicated situation that was going on, completely out of it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just like the people who say, "I would if Adrian Peterson should have not had that man around his kid." And it's like, how do you come into a two year old's life and disrupt it completely without knowing anything? And he didn't know for a long period of time that he even had a child. I don't right. know what about that? People gloss. That's what I'm over. saying. How do you come into a kid's life that you just learned about? Uh, and go hey uh i'm your daddy now and you living with me and everything i'm uprooting you and i'm gonna be over here every day let me just quit the nfl and come out here it's like you know it's just a very high standard that people get and they won't even put on themselves they won't even put on their family members they look they look people in the eyes all the time that ain't shit it won't put these same standards on them that they're putting on this celebrity yeah but i i just feel like in general um it's very opportunistic and it does seem like it's just it kind of sickens me that people are trying so hard just to 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 get some notoriety off of this shit you know yes like it would like what happened to something being tragic and just going that's fucked up yes you know just walking like that is a fucked up situation and you know condolences i feel bad because like uh jl covan you know he was he saw me talking about it on facebook and he was kind of like well um you know it's kind of like a gun tragedy when is the best time to bring up something like this if not in the wake of a gun tragedy you know like that's when you bring up gun control so why not bring up lack of fathers 
in a situation like this and i was like because it's not the same situation it's not you know this is like if uh what was that guy named uh cromarty for the jets when he was on hbo um the hard knocks show and they asked him to name all his kids and how old they were and he he forgot some and got confused and lost count that would have been a perfect time for all this shit. If you, if you, if your thing is to come down on people for having too many kids and shit. That's right. That's the perfect time to do it. Now, in this case, he was raising all those kids. He sure so, was. So now. even that doesn't really apply. No, it does but, not. But you know, if, you know, Sean Kemp, just somebody that's getting a true accused of having all these kids. That's right. And not taking care of them. I get that. But but this ain't that. No, this is not. You know, it's, 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 it's not like this. It's not like this child was eighteen years old and Adrian Peterson just not finding out. You know, uh, uh, I mean, not like the child was eighteen years old and he knew the child was his. He was just like, ah, fuck you. None of that happened. Right. And like I said, empathy and sympathy in our world is disappearing, and people are like, you supposed to know? How am I supposed to know about situation? I don't know about you. Just supposed to know? Right. Word. I'm just supposed to know. Okay. It's like he's using the irrational emotion, uh, emotionality surrounding the death of a child to start up a lynch mob against Adrian Peterson and against you know black dudes not taking care of their kids in general. And it just it just feels real opportunistic, man. And this is just another case of Don Lemon being at minimum sloppy, at worst, um, he's being purposely, um, you know, just starting shit. And I, you pick which one you you believe of Don Lemon to be quite honest, because true, I've seen people say it both ways. Like I've seen people that try to applaud this dude for being a truth teller. Mm-hmm. He genuinely cares about his people. He gen- he just you know, uh, you know he 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 shouldn't be ostracized for this. Um, and I've seen people you know bring up, hey, you shouldn't. How's he gonna tell somebody how to live their life when he lived in the closet for forty one years and shit like this? And I'm like, I don't get to tell people when they can can't come out the closet. And you know, I don't see how those two things relate. Mm-hmm. You know, but I but people are mad at him. Yeah. So there's like this group of people. There's a people out there that are like fuck Don Lemon and say anything they want to about <laughs> that's him. That's right. And but well, then there's, I'm not like that. Yeah, but then there's also to me like as a person that's just trying to make sense of this shit, he's sloppy, and I yes. can't. I can't give people. I don't applaud sloppy reasonings. Like he has the actual resources to do better than this yes he does so you know far be it from me not to just lower the bar because he's a black man to be like oh no it's fine that you don't want to do your research that you just want to go in on black people so bad that you'll uh excuse bill o'reilly's racism Mm -hmm. like i'm sorry if i'm not gonna be the guy who i uh i don't uh applaud people for being quote-unquote truth tellers when it's not really a difficult truth to tell. Ain't that like the there's, truth? There's really no shortage of people that will not hesitate to say how black people ain't shit. A lot of them out so there. So I'm not feeling like this is bravery. And I mm-hmm. think people need to stop applauding it as such because it's not brave. I don't want to pat on the back when we talk about, and I'm sure it'll come up again at some point when something relevant happens, when we talk about the fact that black dudes ain't raising their kids. I'm pretty sure people, I don't like, we don't get a whole bunch of, nobody ever talks about this Mm-mm. type of, cause, cause everybody does. Yes, I kind of do. hate talking about it. I wish we didn't have to, but it's a, it is a problem. Yes, I'm just not going to force it into shit that isn't relevant. That's right. Anyway.
Speaking of black dudes and kids, federal investigators are keenly interested in finding out if Sean P. Diddy Combs ever had sexual relationships with underage boys. What? Take that, take that indeed, Karen. <laughs> take that, take that a little bit too far. Yeah, it was take that, take that from them kids. Uh, oh, according, Lord. According to a convicted drug dealer who says he was questioned about Diddy and other celebrities during a series of proffer confessions intended to determine if he should be offered a plea deal, Jimmy Henchman, James Roseman, a hip-hop mogul and a drug trafficker who ordered who ordered the 1994 Tupac shooting, was convicted last year of running a multi-million dollar cocaine operation, moving drugs across the country, hidden inside musical instrument cases, and communicating with associates using encrypted email. But back in 2011, before Roseman was tried, he participated in a series of nine pretrial proffer meetings during which federal prosecutors, DEA, and IRS agents questioned Roseman and his lawyers to determine if a plea deal was possible. Proffer sessions generally allow a defendant to cop to criminally act to criminal activity without fear of it being used directly in court. They're an off-the-record way for defendants to let investigators know that they have something to bargain with. Despite Roseman's deep involvement in the hip-hop world in 2012, he was also accused of arranging the murder of an associate of 50 cents. The feds declined to offer Roseman a deal, and he was convicted at trial and sentenced to life. Now, according to an affidavit filed last month and procured by the smoking gun, Roseman is claiming that the proper sessions were inappropriate and dominated by questions about his relationships with celebrities like Reverend Al Sharpton, musician Wyclef John, and entertainers sexual preferences including not only sean combs uh but not only sean combs having sexual relationships with underage boys so did they just go he looks like a pedophile or do they have some type of evidence to uh, that uh, to uh, lead them to that line of question yeah they was like well casey doesn't have any titties so <laughs> roseman also claims that one prosecutor began showing him photographs of naked women Roseman, who fired his attorney, is now suing for a new trial, claiming ineffective counsel. Uh, almost all the information about private sessions come from his new motion. Prosecutors are barred from discussing the meeting. So, yeah, man, people might think he's P. Diddle. <laughs> Ohio University student regrets tweeting photo of alleged sexual assault. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. See, um, it was a Ohio, Ohio University student. He was like walking down, he saw, walking down the street or something. He saw a couple kids, uh, kids. He saw a couple, I mean, they are kids, they're in college, but he saw two people le- allegedly like having sexual activity. Okay. It looked like the, a dude was performing oral sex on a woman in the, like right outside of a bank close to campus. Okay. So he took pictures of it. Okay. Posted it on Twitter. Okay. It was obvious that the, both the man and the woman were very, very drunk, blank, toward the, told the press. I guess the thing that put everyone there at ease was that she never said stop. She never struggled. She never asked for help. She put her hand on the back of his head. She seemed like she was enjoying it. So I guess for everyone there, it was like, okay, it's not assault. It's not rape. Bloggers around the country and students on campus have criticized the fact that more than two dozen people watched what was later alleged to be a sexual assault and took photos and video of it. Um... Athens Police Chief Andrew Powers condemned the gawkers for snapping pictures instead of alerting authorities. Blanc said he hopes he doesn't get in trouble and the prospect that he could scares the crap out of him. 
people were around taking fo- videos and i was like i want to get a picture of this i was an idiot i put the picture up i have to own up to that i put it up because it was a shock factor it was I, it was definitely something i'd never seen before it was never meant to embarrass or harm anyone a witness also captured video and posted it on idiot instagram Athens police are currently reviewing the footage along with other photos circulated online and the county prosecutor is considering filing charges. The university also is conducting its own investigation. Uh, the post did not publish the video but described its, its content. The video is 1 minute and 27 seconds in length. It shows the man whom authorities did not confirm to be an OU student penetrating the woman with his fingers and performing oral sex on her. She was propped up against the exterior of Chase Bank. The Post has obtained a copy of the video from the same source that provided it to the Athens Police Department. The video shows the woman flipping her hair while the man is on his knees. She puts her hand on the back of the man's head. The female student, who would later file a rape complaint with APD on Sunday, looks at the camera multiple times but does not appear to speak. One person can be heard on the video, according to the Post, says, that is literally fucked up that you're pulling her vagina out right here. You're a slut. Should we start a line right here? As the details emerge around wow. the alleged assault, Blanc now feels like he made a mistake. I didn't know if they knew each other. I thought maybe they were a couple. They were drunk doing that thing on Court Street. I feel like it. I would have known it was that serious. I never would have put anything up in the first place. Um, which is crazy because one of the things that we've been talking about on the show um, when, when we talked about the Maryville thing, when we talked about college and stuff, um, and, and not surprised this is college students, by the way. Um, it's alcohol being involved in this shit. And mm-hmm. like, um, I've seen several posts of an article a woman wrote about how women should not, uh, participate in binge drinking, uh, because it puts them in danger, blah, blah, blah. And a lot of people have been very upset by that because it's like, hey, you can't call women out. Men should, should be taught not to rape. And I agree. But one thing I will say that, you know, um, I, that I don't think people talk about enough is that people need to stop fucking binge drinking in general. And I feel like a lot of people are self-medicating, Their especially in college. Problems. That's right. Especially in college, because for the first time, a lot of people are going through very stressful situations. I don't know if everybody remembers their first, you know, experience in college, but for a lot of us, it was our first time away from home, first time being responsible for ourselves. A lot of them for sexual experiences, for sexual encounters. No parental supervision. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of times people feel like they're loosening up with the social lubricant of alcohol and people overdo it a lot. And then there's a ton of things that spin off from that, but one of them is sexual activity and people need to stop getting so fucked up and having sex. It fucks up consent. It fucks up a bunch of yeah, shit. It does. Even the people recording this, I bet half of those motherfuckers were drunk. I true. You know, and what I probably mean? have been drinking with them. Right. Not to mention, like, like she later files a sexual assault charge. Well, the thing is, in that dude's mind, who's doing it? Who knows what the fuck he's thinking? I true. He's fucked up out of his mind. She's fucked. You know, she's uh, obviously inebriated to a point where there's no consent. And this dude is thinking like, I'm making my moves. I'm a ladies man right now. No, you're a fucking rapist right now, yes, dog. Yes, you are. But that's how fucked up, like, alcohol should not even be involved in this shit. Like, it's amazing how fucked up people get. Like, you know, because, and I just never was one of those people that was like, oh, I need either. to get passed out drunk and then try to have sex. It yeah. just, 
it never appealed to me it's actually a huge turn off to me me too like i've like and i and i've heard um and i guess for me because i never was really around the party 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 hard type of scenes uh a lot of it i never really got around to you got a lot of your white friends so when they're sitting and listening to Derek and they're talking about they don't remember they was you know they woke up one place woke up one place you know mm-hmm. have them pissing on themselves and shitting on themselves and thinking that's funny like i don't know i don't think that's funny at all i, I don't know i like to have function i like to be able to respond but that's just me personally right um i've like i said i've never been I don't mind drinking, but I like to drink to relax. I don't like to drink to forget. Yeah. I, I Like I said, I, I do feel like uh, it goes unnoticed because it's so common. True. This shit and is very. Think that it's normal. It's very common. Like people talk about all the time. College is the best time of your life, man. You can get fucked up all the time. But it's like you shouldn't be making a bunch of decisions, especially sexual decisions off of that because you don't know what the fuck's going to happen. Yeah, and, and because this dude was not probably taught at an early age that consent is a hundred percent mandatory for any sexual encounter, he's he's sitting around going like, uh, yeah, I I I thought it was cool. I I mean, I start eating her out. She didn't say nothing, so I was good. Yeah, because like I said, it's it's and it's a lot of people in, uh, across our country and it, that think that that's all right and that's okay and you know it's all right to not be able to consent and not be able to make decisions and have sex and nobody files a rape charge or anything like that well because there's a lot of times people are ashamed and there's a lot of people that have sexual situations like this and they go was i raped can i report that people got it on video i I didn't say no i mean but i didn't even know where i was at i didn't even know what was going on i was so fucked up I guess I won't report it because I don't want to be the slut that this guy who's recording this shit was calling me. I don't want to be, um, you know what I mean? I don't want That's my reputation true. messed up. So I would rather not say anything, although... I know I didn't consent to this. And that's that that's true. My and my thing is like now uh we live in a society where when people start doing those things, it actually is recorded. It actually is on film. And like you say, it was Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, but here's Tumblr. Pe- but people recorded this, Karen, and they didn't even know it was a sexual assault. Yeah, I, you know I, I wouldn't have done it, but like I said, I don't, when I see that, I don't, I don't automatically think I need to grab my phone and record. Right, this I'm shit. not. That's not the question at all. That's not even the point. I'm saying people saw it. Oh, and they, and it doesn't because don't cross their mind. Your, in, that, right in your yeah. mind, sexual assault is dude jumping out the bushes, being violent against some woman. You know, like certain, like there's just yeah. certain connotations in our society that come with this idea of what a sexual, sexual assault, assault is, is and isn't. And here's a situation where someone sexually assaulted in front of them. People record it, think it's funny, post it on Twitter and Instagram and shit and walk away like that was cool. It was fine. And it kind of all goes back to the Maryville shit because I feel like this shit happens. It has been happening since people were like 13, since people were 12, since people were kids. Mm-hmm. And, and when that and that and that culture does leak over into regular life those kids from maryville will all go off to go to college and join society and they will harbor and carry those ideas of what sexuality is Mm -hmm. for the rest of their lives and that's that's the kind of shit that's going to stick with them and it's going to be passed down for generations is this idea that 
oh if she was drunk and was too drunk to say no that's the same as consent and she's a whore or slut or whatever and this is what sex looks like it looks like people damn near passed out uh doing sexual things to each other that's sex ah instead of being aware and alert and that i don't know i like to i like to remember my sexual experiences i can't speak for everybody else right but you know it's just like i said this is very very i don't know this is very fucking telling what what happens with people um you know uh speaking of which uh we talked about the missouri teen sex assault case maryville missouri mm-hmm. uh they're reopening the case mm-hmm. uh this is one of those times where you really have to apply the media um i believe it was uh the, ca- the case I don't that wanna, they dismissed right yeah it was immediately okay. it was uh initially dismissed um and you know a lot of you know there's a lot of allegations of just like political favors being pulled mm-hmm things of this nature well now it's being real it's being reopened by a special investigator and i hope they charge every goddamn body yeah i'm just glad that it's being looked into who knows how much evidence has been lost, lost and all that stuff all this shit yeah. since then but at least somebody's looking into it and i really have to uh, to give props to the original newspaper it was st louis something that uh originally investigated and brought this up man because it was one of those times where the press was responsible and actually did something that only the press could, could do. do um brought an issue to light that nobody seemed to care about and it was not no justice was being brought to these people and i really cannot thank them enough like we would have never heard of it Mm-mm. most people would have never heard of it and it's one of the few times where just getting the word out is enough to get that fight that spark to, to, to get that fire started to get justice for these people yes and 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 they should have justice and there should there should be justice there should literally be a trial things should come up and it's one of those things where uh uh the whole situation for and, for, and it makes the whole town look bad and just egregious things that that happen and it's one of those things where justice really does need to be served yeah, and you brought up something when we talked about it. Where you we we ran through the basically the entire scenario, mm-hmm. and you said this sounds like this is something where this is not the first time they've done this. Mm-mm, it was too organized. Well, the mother of the Maryville victim says ten more girls have come forward with sexual assault charges. I believe that it sounded like some shit that they do all the time. These are like junior and senior boys, and they, and they harbor on on they not on young freshman girls that are naive and don't know no better and get these girls to sneak out the house and get them to come over there. You might like one boy and then you get over there for, you know, it is 18 of them over there and everybody getting some, but you didn't plan on that. Uh, yep. After Daisy explained she was bullied, threatened and basically driven out of town, Melinda reveals a startling yet unsurprising fact about the case. The mom says that she has spoken to a number of girls who have confessed that the same thing with the happened with the same group of boys. Mm-hmm. Not only that, but she recorded the sheriff saying that these girls were all liars and they just wanted to crucify those poor, innocent boys. So, yeah, just I'm not shocked at all. You know, um, one of the reasons I don't watch the news, by the way, um, I accidentally left it on uh, Fox News by by somehow on Friday. I don't even remember how this happened. Ah! Like, I don't know if I was doing something else and came back and found out Mm -hmm. TV. Anyway, I don't know how I got on Fox News. I don't watch it. 
so uh there was a videotape segment i mean not videotape there was a segment and i think i have a clip of it and we're told that special um and i i thought this is disgusting and i was like i can't believe this person's on tv you know, and this is why Fox News is the real channel. Prosecutor will be assigned uh, probably the beginning of next week, but there is no timeline as to how long that independent review will take and determine if those charges will be refiled in this case. Jeff Garrett, Tenney, uh, Maryville. Thanks, Garrett, very much. Let's take this to a lawyer. Joseph DiBenedetto is a criminal defense attorney who's live with us in studio this afternoon and has some of his own thoughts on this. Joseph, nice to see you. Good to see you, Chef. You said you've done these cases all the time and you, and you got your finger on this. Without a doubt. I mean, at first blush, there's there's no denying that from the surface it appears to be some sort of cover-up. But when you look at the finer details, they're telltale signs of this girl actually lying. She is leaving her home at 1 a.m. in the morning, and, and nobody forced her to drink. And what happens? She gets caught by her mom. She's embarrassed. And, and the easy way out here is, Mom, someone took advantage of me. But what did she expect to happen at 1 a.m. in the morning after you sneaking out? Me? Saying, assuming that these facts are accurate and this did happen, I'm not saying that she deserved to be raped. But knowing but. the facts as we do here, including what the prosecutor has set forth, this case is going nowhere and it's going nowhere quick. Well, it, the prosecutor didn't take it anywhere. The prosecutor declined to prosecute. A lot of other events came together and then the prosecutor said, if I'm getting all this pressure, I'll bring in a special prosecutor. Exactly. He's saying, I have nothing to hide. I've done my job. I've done it thoroughly. He has a sworn deposition from this girl. What happened at the, at the point of investigation when she had her opportunity to come out and say, hey, I was taken advantage of. What does she do? She invokes her Fifth Amendment right. That tells you a lot. A lawyer for Barnett said in a statement that Barnett, quote, cooperated with the investigation and freely admitted that there was indeed a sexual encounter. While many may find Mr. Barnett's behavior reprehensible, the legal issue was whether a crime was committed. The prosecutor, in not prosecuting, decided that he did not believe a crime had been committed. Without a doubt. We, we all know that there's no crime in, uh, in the state of Missouri of having sex, two, two minors having sex. The only issue is whether or not one is incapacitated. Um, given, the, given the facts the way we know them, this is not a case that's being tried Right now, it's being tried in a court of public opinion, but in a court of law, it's totally different. The issue is, can you prove this case beyond a reasonable doubt? There are too many inconsistent statements. You can't make them disappear. This case is doomed. This is why I hate the news. Not just Fox, though, because I actually think it, it would be unfair to put it just on Fox. Fox does have the audacity to go out and, you know, get a guy like this, obviously. But... um I've seen other stations do this. The only difference being they will have one person for and one person against. But I've seen them go out and get these kind of people to make the news story more salacious. The issues uh, I have with this guy talking is, number one, uh, completely justifying the rape. Yes, he is. He's like, I'm not justifying it, but let me justify it, right? Two, he's ignoring the fact that... even when she was tested uh seven hours after the uh sexual assault allegedly took place she had a 0.13 alcohol mm-hmm. blood alcohol level she was smashed that's seven hours later the fuck do you mean if she was incapacitated her friend said she was crying as they took her back to the to the car 
uh also the reason they said they took her back to the car is because she was so fucked up and they were gonna take care of her quote unquote what the fuck is this guy talking about it's like they just went and found this dude to be the guy who ignites people's you know set people's emotions on fire so but yeah i i don't i mean i don't know man it's it's just crazy that you knew somebody would have have to put this kind of shit on the air and obviously fox news being a number one choice oh yeah they, 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 they don't they don't they don't have a problem with slut shaming you. Mm. They don't have a problem with telling you when you can and cannot get an abortion. They don't have a problem with telling you when and where you can and can't have a baby. Yeah. They don't have a problem with controlling your uterus. They don't have a problem with that at all. And then they go, she left the house at one. What did she think was going to happen? I don't know. She's 13. That's, yes. She's 13, 13. dog. What do you want me to say? You know, I don't, I, ugh, she's 13. I, and, and, and it, and I don't know, it, a lot of, a lot of it just, uh, frustrates me, uh, beyond any shot of a doubt because I don't care if you're drunk, I don't care if you're not drunk, I don't care if you're high, I don't care what's going on. If my vagina is present, it does not give you the right to put your dick in it just because I'm there. Yep. Alright, it's game time. We need to hurry up and get into these games. Uh, first one first, of course. It's gotta be. Fucking with black people. I'm surprised Don Lemon went on it. Nah, because I actually did want to talk about Don Lemon. Okay. And if it was all fucking with black people, we weren't going to talk about it. <laughs> okay. That, you know, I would have just gave That's it. That's the rules. <laughs> yeah, I would have just gave it a rating and moved on. Everybody would be like, y'all not going to talk about Don Lemon? So I just, I okay. took it out. Okay. Thank with black people that's why it's time to play some fucking with black people and today's fucking with black people comes all the way from the rib shack y'all that's right <laughs> um I, I think i actually had a video clip of the uh the news let me see if i can play it in a rogers restaurant with a political message has community members up in arms 4029's Emily Maha spoke with the owner to find out why he posted what some neighbors are calling offensive. She's live in Rogers tonight. Right now, the sign at Smoke and Joe's Rib House has been changed. Tonight, it reads, Why Cook? Get some carryout. But that was not the message posted on that sign last night. We found out about that sign after a viewer sent us a picture. I spoke with the owner to find out his side of the story. This was the sign posted at Smoke and Joe's Friday night. I apologize for the sign. If it sends offending people that it did, I didn't intend for it to be racist oriented at all. Johnny Howard is the owner here at Smoke and Joe's. He tells me the sign was only up for 45 minutes before he took it down after getting several complaints from the public. Did you at any point when you were putting that sign up think that, hey, maybe this could offend someone? No, I didn't because I, I I wasn't putting it up there in in a with the intent to offend anybody. Howard says the sign was taken out of context. He never meant it to be racially offensive. He says his frustration is with the Affordable Care Act, not with President Obama. It's the policy, and 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 I and I, I made the mistake of of wording it in the, in the wrong fashion. You know the policy. It's not the it's not the person. It's the policy. He says the sign was a way of showing his frustration over the Affordable Care Act, 
a policy he thinks could hurt small businesses like his. To me, this, this plan, this health care plan, is a job killer. I myself will have to eliminate at least one location. Do you think that you will put up a sign, a politically charged sign in the future? Well, no, I think I've learned my lesson. Howard tells me he never meant to offend anybody. He tells me that sign was his way of speaking out against a law he doesn't support. Reporting live in Rogers, Emily Maha, 4029 News. Emily. Alright, so um the the thing that I said was the and and, and uh, I actually like they covered this on Twib and I called in and I had to say I don't think there's any way you can sell ribs and say something racist and not get called out on it. No, I don't want your political views with my goddamn food. I don't give a fuck. I don't, I don't, I just want to enjoy your food. If you like Obama, not who you vote, I don't care. It's not just that for me. I'm saying it's ribs. Ribs. And black people love ribs. Yes, all across and, this great country. And even in areas where there are no black people. People love ribs. People that love ribs intersect with black people. Man, th- th- like there's too many. There's the circles, the Venn diagram of loves ribs and knows of black people is too fucking close it overlaps too much yes it does it's so and if you need further proof the sign was taken down in 45 minutes i fucking rest my case yeah because this is the thing if you have anything to do with ribs or the rib culture you know it's like people fuss about rib sauces and barbecues and shit like that is it from memphis is it from tennessee is it from texas who is better you know and it's been a lot of recipes that's been passed down from generation to generation if you like ribs you know some black folks you have worked with them you like their sauces you like their food so even if i'm not black i'm looking at that going dog i know way too many black folks that love ribs that that's gonna come in this rib shack and spend their money. You want that green money? Don't nobody give a damn about you liking Obama not. Yeah, it, it, like this is. It, it wasn't just the Obama. It was the slavery stuff. Punishment for slavery. Years. Yes. Black people are gonna be like no, and people that know black people are gonna be like, take that shit down. What are you doing? You know, I bring these ribs to my house and eat them with black people. Yes. You can't be doing this. You know, I like Elon was trying to use some example where. He ate in the one rib shack that he thought was racist in the South, and it was odd, and it was off-putting. All the rib shacks down here? Come on, dog. Not to mention, I mean, let's be quite honest. There's a lot of establishments where people don't like black people, but black people still frequent them in, in the South. Yeah. He he's used to that Northern racism, that, like, get out of here, nigga racism. Mm-mm. It's completely we, different. Yeah, down we here, have to blend together. That's not an option. Yeah, down here, you mm. still got to serve ain't, me. Ain't no Chinatown. Ain't yeah. no Korean town. Ain't no Asian town. Ain't right. no Irish town. We got to blend. Right, yeah. You can't just be like, I'm going to go to Koreatown and just yeah, chill out. Yeah, they don't shoot people. you if you cross certain spots right. of town and be like, you don't belong over here, chink. It don't work like that. Right. We have to mix. Right, so it was just... I was like, how are you going to use that one, that 0.001% chance 
uh anyway i give this dude a 25 okay and the only reason i give him a 25 is because it was a rib shack but i couldn't keep giving him more points because he took the sign down in 45 minutes yeah flat. It, <laughs> let me tell you how much black people in ribs interact in the south this shit was only up for 45 minutes it made the news yes it did think about that it made the news he had to explain himself he got a phone call because it made the news because everybody knows ribs and black folks are quite fond of one another yes they are i'm just saying i like ribs let's get into our games Test the race. Test the race time. Guess the race. That's right, it's time for Guess the Race, the number one game show crossing all the land where we play different articles from across the world and we have people guess the race of the participants or the people involved. Yes, we do. Today, the chat room is the guest and they'll be playing along on some Guess the Race. Yes, y'all will. You guys ready to get right into it? Let's do it. I hope y'all are. First article. A Florida woman, oh, Florida. We starting off with him this time. 31 years old, was arrested for posing as a teen to seduce a boy who was 14 years old. Oh, she like him young, too young. A Florida, wo- <laughs> a Florida woman posed as a 17-year-old. She's 31. Um, oh. She doesn't look 17, y'all, that's all I'm saying. No, she does not. I wonder what this, what those talks were like hey what's going on uh my swag i'm 31 what the, what the fuck i got in common with a 17 year old i was listening to the drizza drake did you did how did you do on your calculus test uh so she tried to seduce a 14 year old boy into a seedy sexual relationship before choking him when he tried to leave her home oh shit he's like i, I need to get out of here there's pictures of your kids and shit Ah! Why your kids go to school with me? You're like, damn girl, you strong for a seventeen year old. <laughs> right. Why? Why your kids in my in my algebra class? I know, right? Naomi Dixon, Dixon, thirty one, allegedly pretended she was seventeen after meeting the boy at a party near her home in Deltona. The pair reportedly had sex on the night they met and had a subsequent had subsequent sex eight more times. <laughs> she kept it going on. Her victim allegedly told cops he would spend most of his time hanging out at Dixon's home. He tried to leave several times, as he claimed, but she would get upset. Once she tried to choke him, while another time she made cuts to her arms and tried to carve his initials into her flesh. Oh, oh can you say crazy? For all the people, for all the dudes that go, man, I wish this would have happened to me. I wonder if they go, if they hear that part and they go, yeah, not that part. Oh, no. The boy told his parents. Oh, he didn't wonder one, one time where your parents at, girl? Right. The boy told his parents about Dixon after getting tired of her trying to keep him at her home. Dixon was questioned by police on Thursday saying she thought he was 18 and initially she denied having sex. But later she confessed and was arrested. Currently she's in the Volusia County branch jail, um, $50,000 bail. Dixon is charged with two counts of lewd lascivious battery involving a sex act on a person between 12 and 16 years of age. Guess the race chat room see what they believe one whose eyes look like hyphen hyphen when she's feeling normal but they look like four slash backslash when she's upset 
oh lord i don't know what race that would be though let it brothers that a smiley face is a race i don't know hood booger who steals yeah. weed from asian women white oh leonard brother says that's asian. asian oh okay got it cool the correct answer is a white woman y'all it was a white woman uh so yeah, put the picture some down. of you guys got it right <laughs> and leonard brothers got, got it wrong. wrong i said you got to put the picture in there Crowd's kind of rough today. Yep. Uh, the crowd was not feeling you guys on that one, uh, Little Brothers. Uh, Spirit Lake, Idaho. Spirit Lake City Council member James Jimmy Brown is facing two ah! misdemeanor counts of indecent exposure oh, and I battery. That, I love that name. Jimmy Brown. Yes. James Jimmy Brown. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm a fan of the James Jimmy Brown uh, as a name, too. Um, but, yeah, uh, in Kootenai... The Kootenai County Sheriff's Office is investigating the alleged incident between Brown and Aaron, wait, Eric Vangermert, a Spirit Lake resident. The, co- the court documents accuse Brown of having physical confrontation with Vangermert and exposing himself to Vangermert's wife and saying, this is what a real man looks like. Oh, boy. Pulled his dick out. Ah! This is what a real man looks like. Investigators say the conversation happened between uh, happened outside Joe Hole, Joe's Hole, a Spirit Lake Tavern and Grill. Pulling your dick out at the hole. Ah! <laughs> what they doing? The glory hole? What's going on here? Right. In the court documents, Brown denies ever getting physical with Vangermert. Brown also told investigators the guy had one sole purpose in mind. That was to get me in trouble. KHQ spoke with Vangamert over the phone on Monday and he admits to calling Brown a vulgar name, but believes this was an unprovoked fight. Vangamert also told KHQ that he, that the fight he believes stems from an incident between, uh, he and one of Brown's friends several years ago. According to court documents, Brown asked Spirit Lake Police Chief Gene Marquez if he was exempt from the law because I'm a city council member. A statement which Brown denies he exactly said. The case is being investigated by Kuntanai Sheriff's uh, Office due to potential conflict of interest with the Spirit Lake Police Department. KHQ also reached out to Spirit Lake Mayor Ty Clary, who said no comment. Brown's pled not guilty on both charges. He and his attorney have since asked for a jury trial. Guess the race of James Jimmy Brown. Pull my dick out. Show your wife what a real man looks like. Uh, <laughs> The chat room says a former Cleveland Brown whose side job included had a included had a man on his staff whose only job was to put a cape on his back during a on stage performances. <laughs> Cheese level with four wives and eleven kids. Wow! One who plays basketball and makes porn mo- movies while wearing Timberlands. <laughs> Good old boy Squid Billy waving his big tentacle in the air. Oh my! Bragging about his penis, black. Cameron Booker, ah! Cameron B says white. The correct answer it is white. Oh, and the sound does it. Oh, I know why. It's probably. Oh no, I don't know what happened to sound effects. Oh, stop playing. Oh well. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. That was interesting. Oh, Are so we still playing in the chat? Oh, okay. can they hear us? <laughs> I guess so. Wait a minute. Is the sound muted? Is not muted. Okay, you want to bring it back up then? So, uh, yay for... <laughs> what the sound? <laughs> yay for other, all the people that got it. I don't, 
Let me see if I can bring. <laughs> I gotta bring that whole program back. That was insane. Oh, but yeah, oh, they can hear us with no sound, sound effects. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> Woo! Everybody got it right. And boo, everybody missed it. You guys uh fucked up pretty bad. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> Spotify's like, fuck you. Yeah, what what is happening? Oh, uh, oh, maybe Spotify went down as a program saying it's offline or some shit. That's like what that. I'm saying. Cause I was like, it was like no. Yeah, okay. it won't even let me play anything on Spotify right oh, now. Okay, so I had to go all the way out then. <sighs> Whew, I already did. I already went all the way out and came back in. Uh, next, next one. Oh, okay. Uh, by the way, this is bonus points. So double the points, double the raise. <laughs> yes. Double, double the points, points double, double the raise. <laughs> um, Bottlesville, Oklahoma. This is, what, this is what you get when we don't get no music. <laughs> yeah, what? Like, I thought the internet went out or something. <laughs> no, because right. apparently they still hear us. <laughs> yeah, I didn't say offline mode. I was like, yeah, what's, what's really, what's really going on here? Yeah, Spotify.com down. Like, is it mm. the website out <laughs> completely? Is it, um, did it say it's in offline mode or something? Yeah, it's, it said first it couldn't, it couldn't reach anything on the Spotify database because you know it's all through the internet. And then it says, uh, you know, not, <laughs> it's not online, man. Uh, yeah, so, all right, well, Spotify.com is probably down oh, or something. Probably is, yeah. See if you can, well, I'll look it up yeah, but, to okay. see if Spotify.com is down because, uh, that might be what it is, man. <laughs> <laughs> thought about, I was like, nope. Yeah, they they might have some server issues or something. Um, no, let's see, it's still up. I'll log in with Facebook. See if this is if I can play it from the internet instead. Uh, it's, it's sad it's, that this is disappointing to us. <laughs> yeah, because I don't think y'all want us doing the sound. Like, I could have moved on at, at any oh, point. No, 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 we got to rectify this issue. Mm-mm. Yeah. Um, Mm-mm. Mm-hmm. We need real gays and boos and and, and audiences. Cause we terrible. Yeah, um, yeah. All the stuff is up to up to date. Um, yeah. Okay, but I said you should better get your list from there, shouldn't you? I don't know. Uh, anyway, I'm moving on. This is enough. Prosecutors charge a Bartlesville mother with one count of child neglect after she permitted her ten year old daughter to get a tattoo with ink that contain, contains human ashes. In a court affidavit, Bottlesville police say Jennifer Wilson, 31, allowed Brandon Brown, 31, to give the girl a tattoo on the left side of her body at Wilson's home. Prosecutors charged Brown, who police said admitted to them he was not a licensed tattoo artist, with a misdemeanor count of unlawful tattooing. Oh, my. The affidavit states the school council notified Washington County Child's Welfare about the tattoo in late August. Child welfare investigators then contacted the police, guessed the race, uh jennifer wilson uh mother who let her child get tattooed with apparently the ink of a dead person um oh i know that's that's so gross too you know just on a on a on a just on a a level of like human decency it's like why would you why would you do this um the chat room says real blubber says leonard brothers so uh, I'm assuming that is black, even though we know more than black people love ribs. Mm-hmm. Um, no daddy at home. Black says Black Rob. Uh, how ironic that he he was be named Black Rob. White says Sparger. Um, okay, the correct answer is, is white. It was 
some white people, y'all. So yay! Yay! Woo. And if you got it wrong, boo, boo. <laughs> All right, yeah, man. We need our sound effects because yeah, this is killing me. <laughs> yes. Let's get into uh sore ratchetness so we can get out of here and watch some football and shit later on. Um, a uh, hold on. Here we go. <laughs> A Ar- Arbroath man admits a samurai sword offense. Well, aren't all samurai swords offensive, if you ask me? Daniel Norman, Norman Simpson, 18, of Seafield Road, pleaded guilty to possessing the offensive weapon during the incident near his home on October 5th. Sheriff John Raverty deferred sentence on Simpson for the uh, preparation of reports and granted him bail. However, the sheriff warned him that breaching the bail con- conditions would be treated as a separate offense for which Simpson would face a year in prison if convicted. It's sad that they let this fool out to strike again. It is. You know, it's, it's really like, oh, we'll take you serious after you kill somebody. A union woman fled her home Thursday after a man flew threw her to the ground and then threw a sword at her. Police said a 27-year-old suspect broke several pieces of furniture at the home before throwing the victim to the ground and pulling her hair. The incident occurred at 5 a.m. Of course, perfect time for sword ratchetness. The suspect then threw the sword, which struck the bedroom wall. The woman left the scene with two small children, police report. So, you know, just more, more sword ratchetness. Um, a feud between two brothers. That's right. Three sword ratchet stories a day erupted into a street fight involving a samurai sword. Adam plant 33 of Lewis road. Loughborough was leaving a shop near his house when his brother Ricky spotted him and ran at him, threatening him with a sword. The sword come between brothers. Y'all they say blood is thicker than water and swords are made to show your blood. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh my. Ricky threw the sword at Adam but missed. Adam then picked it up and chased his brother while the two men's dogs fought each other. Even the dogs didn't like each other. Adam was arrested and later pleaded guilty to possessing an offensive weapon. Uh, Leicester Crown Court on Friday, he was charged with one year conditional discharge. So they let him go. Even though he had dogs and swords attacking each other. Oh my Judge Simon Hammond questioned why Adam had been prosecuted, but his brother had not. The court heard Adam, his partner, and six children they have between them had had been moved to a secret address with a panic alarm to contact police in an emergency after receiving threats from his brother. However, Ricky had obtained Adam's address by bribing school friends of one of Adam's children. Neil Bannister prosecuting read an out Adam's statement in court. The statement said, I see my brother jumping, saying, come on, big boy, I'll fight you now. He had a samurai sword and tried to throw it at me. I picked it up and said, come on, then. And I chased him shouting. I said, you want to kill me and my family? I'll kill you. That was his dog and my dog. They were having a fight. My dog got run over. I heard sirens picked up my dog and legged Ah! it. He picked up my dog and legged it. That's hilarious. (laughs) Mark Bishop, representing Adam, said Ricky had attacked the defendant in the past. He described an incident in which Ricky threatened to burn Adam's house down before pouring out liquid believed to be petrol over Adam and threatening to set it alight with a cigarette lighter. That's not good. He said in June last year, Ricky attended the defendant's home with a gang of youths, intimidated they were carrying, uh, intimated they were carrying guns. With police involvement, the defendant and his family moved out of their address to one some miles away. Police provided them with a panic alarm, and in March, Ricky Plant found the address. 
He came looking for the defendant and paid money to young children who were friends of the defendant's children to ascertain where he lived. It was Ricky Plant that brought brought the weapon, but there was not evidence of Ricky Plant being arrested for what must have been a criminal offense by him. Uh, ju- the judge said this is a very unusual case. <laughs> right, swords involved. It would appear Ricky Plant had not been prosecuted, and I wonder why not. Normally, someone with a samurai sword would be sent to prison, but the background his background is exceptional. Don't take it serious, right? He got to kill the kids first. This oh. is the problem with America, man. Like, I love my country, but sometimes the freedoms we grant to gun and sword owners is too much. <laughs> and we all pay the price for that. We'll be back tomorrow at 9. Thank y'all for uh, tuning in. I don't Thank know what the you. hell happened with Spotify. Yeah, Spotify went down. So, but, I'm sorry uh, you had to deal with me and Roger was, was everybody today. Yeah, we worked through it. So, tweakedaudio.com, TBGWT. Uh, thank y'all so much for, uh, you know, using the code and buying your headphones and giving us a little piece of the pie. Every time you guys do that, it helps the show out yes, and you does. get something neat out of the deal. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll be back at nine tomorrow with Najayla Ree. Until then, I love you. You too, baby. Mwah. Mwah.